Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Fire Team Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Fran Mirabella is with me today. Hey, what's up, Destin? And uh, we have Patrick from Planet Destiny. Howdy. We're hey, going to be talking about trials today, but first, Fran, you wanted to say something right in the top. Yeah, it's a bit of a somber note. Obviously, I think everybody knows about what happened in Nepal with the earthquake. Uh, devastating. You know, a lot of people have lost their lives looking for homes, and Bungie's done a really cool thing that you can head to the store, and all the proceeds go to charity if you buy a T-shirt, and you're going to get an emblem reward and a shader reward. They're still working on that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's an awesome cause. Even if they weren't doing it, um, check it out because it's uh, just such a worthy cause. So we just wanted to throw that at the top of the show, and thank you to Bungie for putting that together. Yeah, thanks for calling that out, friend. Yeah, thank you. And uh, anyway, moving on, uh, we're going to be talking a lot about Trials of Osiris today, the weapons that we should be using and stuff. But first, Patrick, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, uh, I started out at Planet Destiny um, pretty much right when we started out. Uh, I was recruited off of Reddit. I was making some really bad weapon reviews there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I got like four exotics within the first week, and so I just decided to post uh, weapon reviews there, and then... Uh, Ryan, the community manager, contacted me through a Reddit post, and the rest is kind of history. I started out just doing the text reviews on the site, and now I do most of the video content uh, that we put out on our YouTube. I'm the host of the Planet Destiny podcast as well. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I actually was perusing your website looking for like my best ideal loadout, Yeah, and uh, uh, we're going to be talking about that on the show today, which is why we great, have you on. Great. We figured you'd be a good guy to talk to about uh, legendaries and exotics. I, I, I hope I am. <laughs> uh, first up, though, just for people who uh, aren't aware, why don't we talk a little bit about Trials of Osiris, what it is, and how it works. Yeah. Fran, what have you taken from it so far? Man, yeah, well, it's funny. You hear this question a lot because it, it's got a few facets to it. So it is elimination-style gameplay, mm-hmm. which means that when you die, you are down, and your teammate needs to revive you. Mm-hmm. It's 3v3. And you do need to put your team together. You know, I thought Bungie said it well, is you have to find your friends, but we'll find your enemies. Uh, (laughs) So that's a good way to remember it. And it's going to be one map on the weekends that's going to, you know, kick off basically at 10 a.m. on Friday Pacific time and go all the way till it seems like Tuesday at the reset at 2 a.m. Pacific Pacific time. Um, That's roughly it. I mean, I think there's a lot more if you want to add to it or you or Patrick. Yeah, so Patrick, why don't you talk a little bit about the rewards? That's what has everybody really uh, excited. Yeah, the rewards are, there's like, basically the rewards are going to be based on your wins, and you have to collect a certain amount of wins through the week. We know we know it goes up to nine wins. We don't know what happens when you get to nine yeah, wins, but I, the, the stuff that you can buy from the vendor is based off of eight wins. So it's like, uh, the first two wins, you can buy like a, a little kind of blue tier reward package, and then... Um, three wins and then five wins is yep. a piece of armor. Yep. Yeah. And then six is like si- silver. Yeah. And then and then uh, eight is a weapon and or se- I think seven's seven is a, a weapon a, and yes. eight is gold tier. Yeah. yeah. There we go. There we yeah, go. Yeah. There's so many. 
facets. Can yeah. you describe real quick the win versus loss? You know, we didn't cover uh, that yet. Yeah, uh, basically, in trials, you can. The, the main thing is if you lose three times, you're out. You're done. You have to go buy a new ticket to get in. And that's that's based on per person on your team. So each person can have a different scorecard. And if one person has three losses, they're going to have to bail out for a second, go buy a new uh, scorecard so they can get back in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a coin for passage. Where can you get those, actually? You actually get it from Brother Vance. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the Trials of Osiris vendor, and they're 100 Glimmer. They're fairly cheap. You know, so you're like you'll probably make that in your first gear drop that you dismantle. Yeah, so that's one way they will <laughs> yeah. also, you know, apparently drop in. I believe the daily crucible potentially, mm-hmm. um, maybe a couple other places. I don't know if they were specific beyond. So but you can get the coin for passage in a, a place or two. Otherwise. So there's two different types of currency. There's the trials passage, and then there's trials coins. Trials oh yeah, coins, that's right. Trials coins, which you get in that package, are used for buying uh, kind of like buffs. That, like, your first loss is forgiven, you start with one win, and your first win counts as two. That's right. I'm sorry. I mixed that up. The coin, uh, the passage ticket, you can just buy. Yes. Or you you can trade the one you already have in for a new one. Yeah, you dismantle it and then start over, I guess. Yeah. But just finish it off. Yeah, they said on the stream (laughs) you can trade it in. I mean, Patrick, is that what you understood as well? You can trade in your ticket at the end for a new passage ticket. Uh, That's what they said on the stream. Well, they weren't specific how it was. So after you've lost, you can you know cash in and buy all your stuff, and then just buy a new one. <clears throat> but if you're halfway through, you can just buy a new one, resetting your progress, and start with friends. Right. Well, really, all I'm referencing yeah. is the stream. They did actually say you can take your lost and the ticket you already have and trade it in for a new ticket. Okay. So you may not need to continue to buy them if you finish maybe a complete ticket or something. Yeah. What's so. your take, Pat? Uh, I think it's going to be tra- – it'll at least track all your wins throughout the weekend. So mm-hmm. it'll, like, take the most wins out of all the tickets that you had, if if I understood that correctly. Yeah. Um, the, the big thing that people are wondering is what's going to happen when you actually reach those nine wins because yeah. they're, they're being very, very secretive about it. Yeah, Lars was teasing about it. He's like, <laughs> yeah. what do you like to know? <laughs> well, you guys like had that. a theory, right? We have a theory that it could be you get the uh, bounty to start out the exotic weapon, Fate of All Fools. Oh. Yeah, that, that's, uh, that's our working theory on it. That's a good theory. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, they just sort of referenced the nine because mm-hmm. it's set on eight wins. So the fact that you can get nine and we don't know if it will Oh, I didn't that. even think of that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, well, that's a good point, the agent of the nine. I didn't think about that either. Uh, is that what oh, you're thinking about, yeah, sir? Yeah. So, yeah, maybe it has to do with Agent of the Nine. Oh, wow, nine friend, that's really good. I didn't even yeah, think the, of that. Make yeah, that connection. The, that's interesting. The number uh, the number nine is like a recurring thing yeah. in Destiny, too. Yeah. We have the Nine, Agent of the Nine. Um, there were there's so, so many things with Nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that, yeah, it's going to be cool, probably exotic from the sound of it. So, definitely. Good luck out there getting those nine wins. <laughs> it's hard. And also, by the way, what's important is, unlike the Crucible, it's not like 3v3 and you get stuck with that team and you're, like, optimizing like, to oh, beat I'm them. oh, I'm going to lose to that team again. If you win or lose, I th- you go off. You well, don't fight that team again. Yeah, and it's after a round. That's the other important part. If, if you, in your mind you haven't watched the streams, it's not like you go in, your team loses, and you move on. Mm-hmm. It's best um, whoever gets five wins within the round. Yeah. Then you have to win eight rounds to get, you know, without losing three rounds it's, to, so, get, so to get there, right? The full match... There's matches, and that's how you get yeah. wins on your scorecard. A yeah. match is best of nine. So first of five 
out of nine matches. Right, yeah. Right. But it's meaning somebody's going to get the five first is basically Definitely. what it is. While not true, they had a lot of 4v4s on the stream where it was Bungie versus Triple Rec. That's true. Yeah. I don't think Bungie was holding back. Those but what I mean is, games. yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. can get as many as nine matches in, depending yeah. on how it goes. But which, that's, yeah, that's going to take Which, by the way, Patrick, did you catch what happens when, if all the team members go down except for, say, 2v1 and it goes to overtime or whatever? Actually, it's more about the overtime. Oh, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, uh, we actually got to experience that when I was there uh, at the Test Trials of Osiris as well. Basically, if if that two minutes goes down and there's still people left up alive, a control point will spawn at a certain point in the map. On uh, Burning Shrine, it's pretty much right around B point, mm. and you can uh, go in there and try to capture it. Yeah. Or you can try to kill everyone uh, that's also there to still win the round. Yep. And yeah, what I was thinking about is what they said was interesting. It's not just capture, but because of elimination style, it can become closest to pin. So if it yeah. goes down to two and you like kill one person, but if, or no, I'm sorry, if it was three people and it goes to two, whoever's closest to the pin takes the match. Yeah. So that's kind of interesting if you think about three people running around a capture point. <laughs> so there's some really interesting levers to pull. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what people like about the idea of trials. It's very. There's a lot of strategy, and it really rewards good players and yeah. good teams. I am, I am incredibly excited. I want to move on, though, to the big topic because this is what I've been obsessing over. And uh, this is why <laughs> Patrick's on the show, basically, to help me be better at trials. Uh, the question is, uh, what are the best weapons for Trials of Osiris, PvP weapons, okay. as the game stands now, of course? So yeah. let's, let's start by talking about assault rifles. Are, is there even a viable option there? No, Trials of Osiris Ooh. really is about time to kill. You want a very short time to kill. So snipers, hand cannons, uh, those low rate of fire, high impact scouts rifles, mm -hmm. uh, scout rifles. Like you want to do precision damage as quick quickly as possible to take someone out. And auto rifles just don't offer that. A lot of people running around with last words, a few thorns because mm -hmm. you get that damage over time. Yep. Um, some might have multi-tool, yeah, rocking in there a little bit on the stream, too. Yeah, Seems multi-tool is pretty good. Yeah. So what are your top three recommended primaries? Ooh. Well, unfortunately, it's, re it's really down to the hand cannons right now. Yeah. Well, uh, almost all hand cannons. Like Hawkmoon and Thorn are definitely my top two picks. Mm -hmm. The third... Yeah. Can you use yours, Destin? My Hawkmoon? Shut up, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use my favorite you don't have one yet. I'm chasing Fatebringer, he's chasing Hawkmoon, so... Gotcha. Uh, for my third one, I'd probably say Red Death, because that thing is just nasty. Yeah. Two, two bursts to the head, great range on it, and the healing aspect in Trials is something to take into account as well. It's so be very important. Yeah. Yeah, that'll buy you some time. I've noticed some of the new gear right now that you're picking up orbs for health or mm -hmm. other things mm -hmm. could go a long way in a match like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, secondarily, uh, let's talk about secondary weapons. Uh <laughs> Sniper. So we'll start with the sniper class. Uh, Praetis Revenge leveled up. That's what I've been using in Iron Banner this week. It's really, really good. And uh, I just got the, the Iron Banner uh, sniper rifle, yep. Ephrodites, or whatever it's called. And uh, both of those seem like pretty good options. Why don't you talk a little bit about your best sniper loadout? Uh, well, I, I have a pretty dirty role on my LDR. It has surplus and field scout, so I'll spawn in with 12 rounds. And then it also has final round on it. So if I somehow don't kill you to the, if I don't kill you with the first five rounds, the final round will kill you with a body shot. Mm -hmm. um, for, for sniper rifles, you really want to 
uh, actually be looking at the aim assist stat. Um, so prudence, uh, patience and time, um, what's the a longbow synthesis those are all really high aim assist stats so it'll really help you out getting your headshots a little bit easier uh praetis and ephrodites actually have very low aim assist stats but mm -hmm. praetis makes up makes up for it with his really high fire rate Speed, stability yeah. Yeah. so you can just like pop pop people in the body ephrodites i'm not a huge fan of it in pve or in pvp mainly because the aim assist is too low the recoil is too high the rate of fire is too low if you're and then the Aim assist is actually like 10 on it. It's one of the lowest. So you have mm -hmm. to be really, really on point with your headshots to actually use it effectively. The uh, the one cave at though, is that you can get a final round roll on it and kill with one shot to the body. Hmm. So yeah, that, that is something to take into account for effort eats. Mm -hmm. um, some people were using shotguns and fusions. I'm kind of curious what your thoughts mm -hmm. are on that. Um, you, I, I really do think you want someone on your team, maybe a Sunsinger, to be dedicated close range. So they're going to have a shotgun or a fusion rifle, probably a shotgun, like a Fellwinner's Lie or a, fusion. <laughs> or a secret handshake from the Vanguard vendor. That's a really good one to pick up. So like you get in there and wreck shop mm -hmm. when, when necessary. So yeah, let, me ask, let me ask you about that secret handshake at the Vanguard, though. It doesn't have full auto. No, it does not. Yeah, so that's, uh, But it, it still has high a very fire high rate, rate of fire rate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. But sorry, what else then were you going to recommend? Um, basically, at the start of a match, you're you're pretty touch and go. You're playing kind of uh, far away. You're trying to pick people off. And then as the match goes on, you're going to end up having to swarm around those last two people, that last person. And if you have a sniper rifle equipped, you're going to be Ill, very ill-equipped for some of the closer range encounters, even if your primary is good at it. So having that one dedicated person to kind of go in with a shotgun uh, will definitely be a strategy that you want to take into account. Yeah, yeah, and just team team loadout in general. You're going to have somebody from like one of each class, you know, a bubble titan yep. or a, yeah. I don't think strikers will be very viable good point. here. Uh, yeah, that's a good actually, point. You really are going really to have to having a striker on Pardon? our team. I, I really enjoyed having a striker on our team. We there were a few instances where we were able to. Uh, Dado was able to clutch a victory for us, and mainly because of his Titan Smash. Like he could absorb two Golden Gun blasts mid Titan Smash to get the final kill. Nice. So it, it is something to take into account. The yeah, I suppose is... with the Shockwave, you know, just send mm -hmm. the blast towards them. Yeah, it'll be interesting though. Uh, you know, what about three Sunsinger Warlocks with self res? You know, what could happen? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it will be uh, interesting to see how people. We actually saw that uh, in the stream. It was down, the counter was going, and then Sunsinger popped and then right. uh, got a few reses. Yeah, but meaning yeah. I think with that as a pretty powerful attribute in this mm -hmm. play style, depending. Um, but maybe all, maybe three Warlocks do work in that. Yeah. Um, you never maybe know. it will. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, but yeah, the bubble, sure. I would say, like is pretty clutch. Jump in <laughs> yeah. there, drop a bubble, res someone, and that mm -hmm. can change the match for sure. Yeah. And then, you know, now too, like there's. Uh, you know, like the, uh, which might be on Nemesis, right? That helmet you can revive more quickly. There's stuff like that you're really going to have to think about. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to get to armor in a second. Oh, but uh, let's talk about best fusion rifles. Is like Light of the Abyss your only option, really? No, I actually, it, it really depends on the type of fu fusion rifle player that you are. are. If you like the high rate of fire ones and kind of the lower, or the high charge rate ones, mm -hmm. Light of the Abyss is a definite, really good one. Uh, the Calling, from uh, which is a drop from Future War Cult, is another really solid one. Um, but the rolls on that are kind of weird. So Light of the Abyss, just from the raid, is a really solid choice. Uh, if you're going for the lower charge rate ones, Plug One yeah. from, I think, I think the Vanguard vendor. 
Both fusion rifles from the Vanguard and the Crucible Quartermaster are fantastic, very high impact. So they're going to be taking someone out from a very far range very easily. Yeah. Okay. Do you like Praetorian foil at all? Have you used it? I, I had it for a very brief yeah. time. It's a little slower, I, um, but the impact is, is big. And it, yeah, it, it, it's it really far. good. It's kind of obsolete now. I mean, there's just too much with the DLC, right? No, I don't think so. I I mean, I like it, but I always talk about my Purifier 7, which has the Feeding Frenzy roll um, on top of, I think, uh, I don't know if it's glasses half full, but um, it just, I, I can wreck shop with that because it's high impact, like you're saying. So if you find a high impact fusion that has some distance, um, I do think having that on a team will go well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to uh, machine guns or rocket launchers. Which should you use? For Trials... I am a right now. I'm very steadfast holding to rocket launchers because you don't want to be out in the open too long with a machine gun. Even if you have one of those high impact ones, you're still going to have to go pop, 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 and their range isn't as good. And so at the start of a match, like I said, you're going to be kind of you're going to be spread apart. Mm -hmm. So a rocket launcher just lends itself very well to that. So Radagast Fury Mm -hmm. uh, from Iron Banner is is fantastic. Get a proximity detonation. One of those. Um, you, the stats you really want to look for are high blast radius and high velocity. Mm-hmm. If it has that, it'll get the rocket quicker to, to wherever you're shooting it, and the blast radius will take out more stuff. So those are the two things that you would really want to look for. Stability, who cares? Reload, eh, it yeah. doesn't really matter that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering if truth will now get used a bit more. Um, yeah, what do you think about it? It might. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, He's in Vengeance is one yeah. that I can see being used a lot because of the you get three, three rockets, rockets right? in a tube with that. So that's yeah. that, that's a very fantastic uh, one to use for PvP now. Yeah, we should actually mention how the heavy works. Um, mm-hmm. It's only after is it three uh, three rounds? Three or the first the first team that. to hit three rounds yeah. will trigger a heavy round, and yeah. you have heavy ammo for that round only. It does yeah. not mm-hmm. carry over to any other rounds. You can only use it right then. Yeah, it's just and it's just that one time up to getting five, or if you go another three, will it drop again? Do we know? Nope, just that, just just that first once. three. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting Jeez. to control the madness, but I think that's really cool. They thought about making sure that it didn't just turn into a rocket fest, and oh yeah, yeah. there's a lot of strategy behind that. What about machine guns? Uh, if you do decide to take one in there, uh, what are good options? Uh, right now, Iron Banner is golding on, or Iron Banner is going on. Go, go, grind that. Get a Jolder's hammer. Uh, that it has is to be a the, drop, though. Right now, right? It's, it's a drop right now, unfortunately. But play your luck. Try to get one of those because you can roll it to get perfect balance or rodeo as your first one, or as your first perk. Field Scout for fifty rounds, and then something like Crowd Control to increase your damage even more mm-hmm. after a kill. Um, against all odds is another really good one to pick up. Unfortunately, the roll from the Crucible Quartermaster is rather low, or it, it isn't that, isn't that good. But it still does have very good impact and rate yeah. of fire to mm. uh, yeah. kill someone in yeah, three like, headshots. It's like a thirty clip has decent stability and it fires really slow, which means you can be more precise with where you're putting those bullets. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? yeah. I was actually wondering if uh, super good advice might apply a little more in here because you. It's more forgiving, potentially. Like, you don't have to worry about missing, but maybe not. I don't know if that's even an issue. Hmm. I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, pray and spray with something like that. You can do it maybe for a longer period of time without worrying. You know what I mean? Because 
Mm-hmm. That's the problem with the machine guns, to your point about rockets. Like, mm-hmm. you can't stand still for too long. So maybe with something like Super yep. Good Advice, you're not yeah. as worried about missing. But I you, don't know. I haven't tried it. I, I wouldn't recommend Super Good Advice no. at all. It's it's a That's a close-range okay. uh, weapon, if anything. And it's fun to do suppressing fire with it. But when it comes time to actually kill something, you want something that when you actually do hit it, it'll do more damage. It doesn't have the impact the distance, it sounds yeah. like. Honestly, yeah. I think your exotic slot is going to be taken up by your primary. It seems mm-hmm. like Hawkmoon or Thorn needs to be there. You know, mm-hmm. Hawkmoon with, with that extra you know, damage boost on the primary bullet. I really want one. That's why I was so mad when you brought it up. Because I thought, this is the week. Yeah. This is the week I'm going to get it. Iron Banner's going on. Nope. Well, Still no Hawkmoon. Hopefully we'll both get, you know, I'll get my Fatebringer and you'll get your Hawkmoon the same week. Yeah. And then it'll never have to talk about it on the show again. Final question <laughs> about weapons. What are you going to go in with? Uh, I, I have my very standard loadout of Hawkmoon, uh, my LDR, and Radagast Fury. Yeah. Uh, that that is my standard crucible loadout. I rarely, rarely change it. It's it's taken me a while to find that particular loadout, but that's what works for me ninety nine percent of the time now. Friend, Hawkmoon, <laughs> just to troll me? Uh, no, legitimately, okay. yeah, uh, for sure. Because actually, that's what I've leaned on for handgun, not Thorn. Uh, but Hawkmoon's just it's really awesome. De- mm-hmm. Don't you? Th- oh, sorry. Uh, but yeah, Hawkmoon, purifier, uh, fusion, and. Uh, I might try uh, Heason's Vengeance. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I think Hunger of Crota wouldn't be that bad either. Um, I, I'm a fan of Hunger of Crota. Its velocity is a little bit too low. That's for me. true. It is a little. That's a good point. And, and the the main thing is you only get I think three rounds if you have the heavy ammo increase. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm not. Nope. Canceled. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Heason's or something like that. Yeah, Heason's is a good bet. So I'm gonna go Thorn Hawkmoon. But what I really like what? to. Hawkmoon, if I get it. Um, uh, I used, when we were at Bungie, I used uh, Vex Mythoclast a lot. Um, it actually worked fairly well, and I can usually get double kills with it. I would like I'm to just, use Vex. I'm just better with AR-type yeah. weapons. So, yeah. but I would use be- Vex, totally. Well, uh, just because pistols are going to be in there and just destroy you, I'm going to have to get better with Thorn, which is why I've been using it for Iron Banner and whatnot. Uh, if, if you're a fan of auto rifles, I'd actually... Uh, recommend Oversoul's Edict, the pulse rifle out yeah. of the yeah. out of the raid because it does yeah. have automatic fire and pulse yeah. rifles are in a much much better place than auto rifles. So if Bungie doesn't address auto rifles, that might be a good substitute for you for now. Yeah, I've ran in with uh, Oversoul on uh, just PvP in general, and I haven't had a lot of luck, but I don't have it maxed out yet. Mm-hmm. So that was just normalized PvP with the auto right auto fire rate. But I need to get those the rest of those uh, mm-hmm. stats up. Anyway, secondary, uh, probably Praetis. I just, I really like that sniper rifle a yeah, lot. Leveled it's up. fast. And then uh, Heezen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely going to go Heezen. Sounds like a good plan. Mm-hmm. I do think to the earlier points, though, like, yeah, maybe it would make sense if, say, I'm running Hawkmoon and you have Vex and we're working together. Then you have a different plan than, right, maybe you don't want hand cannons everywhere because if you can help suppress yeah. and we stick together, that's where this will Just be very... Just on fire to suppress them and then you go in for the kill sort yeah. of. That's yeah, smart. it should yeah. be very interesting yeah. to see, like, how people, like do stuff like i can even see in matches like this of someone like chucking a grenade out just to see if people will like be drawn to the flame and stuff like that (laughs) um it's going to be really interesting to see how these matches play out yeah definitely all right moving on to our final topic it's going to be how to build the best armor sets for trials of osiris so this is going to be a lot about your play style and what works Mm -hmm. so again we're going to turn to patrick patrick let's start with hunters you're a hunter right i am yeah. So, what's your ideal uh, intel or intellect? No, intel. Is it intellect or intellect? Intellect. 
Intellect. I intellect. Think. Intellect. Yeah. We're going so intellect, intellect, discipline, strength. Yes. What's your ideal uh, load out there? Well, if you've seen my my PDP footage, I use throwing knives a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so discipline and strength are my two biggest things. Um, however, that's probably not the best thing that you should be going into trials with because throwing knives are very they're really finicky to use. So yeah. intellect and discipline, I say for pretty much all classes, is going to be what you want to use because you want your super up quicker to be more of a threat in between rounds. You want your grenades up quicker because grenades are just devastating when used properly there. Mm -hmm. Strength, you know, I just don't see it being used that much in Trials of Osiris. Yeah, you're not going to be if you're up close and you yeah. punch somebody, you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just it's just not a viable option. Yeah. Even with the the Titan charge, that won't necessarily drop somebody, especially if power matters, right? So if they have uh, full armor, I think they're left with like a sliver. Like if they have flame shield on and you punch them, if they have flame shield on, yeah, they'll live. Yeah. But if uh, if you're just going up against someone normally, a uh, Titan uh, Titan charge will kill them. Uh, I think you it does actually like 240 or something. You actually talked about a loadout where, uh, with a bubble punch, that actually seemed to work yeah. really well. Um, for, for normal Crucible, yeah, it works for really crazy well. people. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, for, for crazy Titans, so pretty much every normal Titan. <laughs> if you want to use a, a defender build where you have a lot of strength and try to keep your force barrier up, and then use the uh, the gauntlets that allow you to extend the duration of force barrier, that's an interesting build. Uh, it's more for like rumble, rumble things like that, mm -hmm. but. For trials, it won't it won't uh, work too well in there. I don't think. Probably won't do too well. Hmm. Uh, what about so warlock class? What are they gonna do? You know, I'm I'm having a very difficult time justifying running anything but Sunsinger yeah. because that resurrection, as we saw in the bungee stream, as I experienced uh, to my dismay, <laughs> um, the Sunsinger res is just so powerful. Mm -hmm. So. It, it it enables you to come back from a certain loss. It enables you to kind of help out your teammate a little bit more. You can pop it while you're still alive to mitigate some damage. It's a very very vital role. I'm gonna I'm gonna say yeah, yeah. In, in a three v three team. It buffs your teams teams too if you pop it right. Uh, you you have to spec for yeah. uh, the the Sunsinger talent. I think yeah, yeah that could be a viable that's option one, though. That's you know, everybody has more grenades. Just throw eight hundred yep. grenades over there and hope <laughs> you get somebody. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about chess piece then? Like chess piece, are you going to use your helm? Like I well, think like uh, Praxic is the one that gives you the extra grenade, right? Um, uh, Heart of the Praxic Fire Starfire Protocol gives Star you sorry. two. Yeah. yeah, Starfire Protocol gives you two fusion grenades. Right. Mm -hmm. Personally. I, I, as far as class loadouts go, I think at least two people on your team should be running the Resurrection armor piece, whatever it is for your class. Mm -hmm. Because if two people have it, that means everyone will benefit. E even if even if that one person goes to res the other guy, they'll be able to benefit from it. And then if the two guys that have the chest or the the armor piece, they'll get that'll stack and be a really really quick res. Mm -hmm. So that's something to take into account. Yeah, I mean, I do think. Yeah, you're just saying on the quick res, make sure that at least one or two people. You were yeah. saying two. You think need I'm to make saying sure? two because that means that means everyone's covered. Absolutely, yeah. everyone's covered. Yeah, it's a good point. So yeah, it's like I yeah I normally wouldn't wear the light beyond nemesis uh, helm, but in this case, I think it's going to be. In, make a in lot this of case, sense. resurrections really matter. In, in normal three v three, eh, who cares? But in, in trials, 
you need to be paying attention to resurrections. You yeah. want you want to be spending as little time resing as much time evading or, you know, attacking. Yeah, and I think with that helm you can actually run by and you can hold mm -hmm. down the res, you don't have to stop. So mm -hmm. All right, so here's my loadout. Let me know what you guys think. Mm -hmm. I'm going to run a Titan, 50% intellect, 100% bonus on discipline, and a little bit in strength, like 50 value in strength, not 50%. It'll give you like a 15 to 20% boost there. Mm -hmm. But mostly, I really, really want the uh, the intellect and discipline boost. Discipline has to be at 100. And for chess piece, I'm going to run armamentarium, so I just have a grenade at all times. Yep. What do you guys think of that? That's my plan. Sounds like a good plan. I mean, I think it depends on play styles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you said you're going to be a striker or a defender? I'll probably do striker. Uh, okay. I, but if I have to switch it up, I'll just go to bubble, you know? Yeah. Um, lightning grenade, uh, having two lightning grenades is brutal in, uh, in PvP. Being able to either keep people from, you know, going one area, you can lock off something, you can finish off one person. Tossing that on top of a Sunsinger's body just in case they happen to res, it's, yeah. it's powerful. It's interesting. Yeah, I was really wondering how bodyguarding and stuff will end up going in, in mm -hmm. a match like this. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Do you know what you're going to run? Um, I don't yet. Like, yeah, like I said, I normally wouldn't wear Light Beyond Nemesis. It sounds like I need to adapt to wearing something like that. It sounds really smart. For sure, I will be Sunsinger. I tend to like the Starfire Protocol, though, and this is where there's a problem with the exotics. <laughs> I like it because I love Angel of Light. Like, I, that, that's the ability to hover, mm -hmm. and I love having two grenades while I do that. So... I don't know. I think I got to figure out if I need two grenades is really what it's going to come down to. Yeah. Otherwise, I just want to – I love Angel of Light. It's just awesome. You know, sometimes <laughs> I'll do it. You hold it and you hover a little bit, and mm -hmm. it's just a cool perk. So I don't know. We'll see. You know, I, I like thinking about, obviously, discipline and intellect, but part of it too is those only go so far. You know, the armor perks like we're talking about, two grenades or a quick res can go yeah. maybe even farther than recharging some of your stuff. You have to so. balance it, right? Indeed. So it's going to take a lot of, like, playing around. I mean, yeah, I think the weapon sets are probably the, really the first place to, to start because if you don't have that right, you're yeah. going to be in a lot yeah. of trouble. Well, armor. Armor is very important, but uh, weapons also, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. You know, you just have to have a solid loadout that you're familiar with using. Right. Patrick, what's Definitely. your loadout going to be? Uh, my... I'm probably just going to go in there with my current loadout, which is Knucklehead Radar as my exotic. I, I really like having my radar up at all times yeah. with my primary. Mm. Um, I, I really like the awareness that it gives. Mm -hmm. uh, that's my main thing. Plus, it gives strength, which is my discipline strength is my current loadout. Um, and then uh, gauntlets that give hand cannon reload. So that, that's why I'm going to be going in there with this, at the start. I can see myself changing depending on what the new exotics actually do. Yeah, uh, we don't know much about we, him yet. We we really don't know. We we know that the ram for warlocks looks amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it does look awesome. True. What does it do? Yeah, I mean they have new perks and stuff mm -hmm. that we're not totally aware of yet. So it'll be really interesting to see. Yeah. Definitely. Well, hey, Patrick, that's all we have time for today. I want to thank you though for coming on the show and talking. Well, thank you for uh, having me about it's stats been fun. and everything. It was a pretty high level show today. We talked a lot about yeah. you know. Uh, hyper-analytical stuff with uh, Trials of Osiris and how we're going to go into it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Fran, you wanted to plug some stuff. Yeah, well, maybe just first, again, as a reminder, where can uh, everybody find you, Patrick? Uh, you can find us at planetdestiny.com, or if you want to contact me, Holtzman, H-O-L-T-Z-M-A-N-N, -N, underscore P-D, on Twitter. You can find me there. 
Cool. Um, yeah, just a reminder, you know, where to find IGN and the Fireteam chat. Uh, you can watch this on Xbox One app. You can watch it on your PlayStation 4 app. You can download the podcast on iTunes. And if you do, be sure to drop us a review. Take a moment to do that. The podcast actually has been doing really well on there. Yeah. And, uh, of course, you can find us on YouTube and many other places. And thank you guys, everyone, for watching. And also get in the comments. You know, I just want to address, uh, and there's going to be now more comments. But there's a lot of <laughs> haters that ask, why do you still play Destiny? And yeah. <laughs> it just kind of irks me. So get in the community, right? If you're listening, it would really be awesome to see you in there. And actually, I hop in the comments. Destin does. Um, I try not we'll to get mad, but I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, like... for sure. I mean, it's just nice to interact with you guys. And then I'm always looking to play raids and stuff, too, with folks. FM3 is my uh, PlayStation name. I actually have a stack of invites that I yeah. need to get through because I'm reading. If there's a message in there, I'm taking that time. So sorry if I haven't gotten back to you. But um Love the Fireteam Chat uh, crew that's out there. So thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. Yeah, and uh, follow our Facebook group. It's Fireteam Chat on Facebook. Yeah. And if you ever want to play with me, just follow me on Twitter, at Destin Legary. Every once in a while, I put a call out like, hey, I need help. Anybody yeah. around to me or PSN? And, uh, yeah, that's probably the best way to play with me. Unfortunately, I have, like, 700 friend requests, and I yeah. just I can't accept them all because PlayStation goes down. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, Twitter's a great way to do it. So. Yeah, Twitter's a great way to just, like, you know, interact and uh, – Looking for groups yeah. and matches. Looking for groups, etc. Thanks, everybody. That's all we have time for today. Fran, you want to do this in unison? Yes, I do. All right, that's it. Guardians, Guardians out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.